Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to a stonkingly amazing episode 64 of Ready Player 2. Hopefully I'm going to get the episode number right for the entire podcast this time. Uh, what do we reckon the chances that are? Zero. Slim to none. Thanks. 60%. 60, 64%. Excellent. Uh, welcome back. Last week we spoke about E3 things that were coming up. This week we're probably going to speak about E3 things that have just happened. And by the time you listen to this podcast, it will be E3 stuff that happened last year. So... We're going to get right on and talk about stuff that we played this week rather briefly, and then we're going to launch straight into some E3 goodiness. Um, and if you have seen all of the E3 stuff, and if you have heard absolutely everything that's going on about E3, um, well, look, I'm not going to say sorry, because we've got to talk about it, haven't we? There's nothing we can do. It's, it's one of the biggest things in the gaming calendar year. It's pretty much the Super Bowl of the games yeah. industry. Super Bowl of the games. So we're going to have to talk about it. It's like the Super Bowl in that I wasn't actually that excited until I started watching it. Yeah, and I've got to admit, I was kind of like that this year as well. I feel like this year they kind of hit the format a little bit better than they have done in previous years. Mm. Like they, yeah. Because of yeah. all the changes that E3's gone through recently, it's gone for this, from this kind of over-the-top, zany, booth-baby experience to something that's considerably more professional and for, for the press rather than oh for God, I love this development. everybody else. <laughs> but they, they never really seemed to catch their stride after that. But this year, I thought it was really good. It was quite smart and punchy and in your face i don't know whether that was any better than last year because i wasn't paying that much attention last year i'm being totally honest this is lewis say hi lewis hi lewis this is l say hi l hi i'm l and i have not played a game in seven days <laughs> is, this like, <laughs> is this like aa all of a sudden this has become something very different uh, shit i've lied i uh, played world of warcraft and this is auntie l say hello auntie l Hi, I've played lots of games. Yeah, he's making up for Antiel. This is how we restore balance to the universe. Do we see how this works now? And my name is Rich, and unfortunately for everybody involved, I'm your host on this roller coaster ride of stupidity in games. Right, what have you been playing this week, Lewis? Uh, mostly this week, I've been playing SteamWorld Heist. Ah, on what? The PS4. It came out earlier this month, and it's excellent. Is it just as good? Because, I mean, we played this at. Um, in fact, I think we played this before last year's EGX, but we played it at EGX yeah. and we spoke to the amazing guys from Image Inform, um, who were just brilliant and one of the highlights of the show for me. Mm. And I was quite excited about this, but it wasn't on anything that I could play it on at the time because they were they brought it out on the 3DS originally, didn't they? Yeah. Is it um, out the on 3DS PC? 3DS and Wii U. I 
don't know if it's out on PC just yet. I know it's on PS4 at the moment. It may be on PC. It's worth having a look. But it's excellent. It's almost exactly like the um, the 3DS version, but on a decent platform. <laughs> okay. So Sorry about that, Nintendo lovers. Um, okay. Is it? Yes, it is currently available on Steam for fourteen ninety nine. It I is. See, I always thought that this game was going to be way more fun on the big screen. I don't have a particular problem with mobile gaming or handheld gaming, but this was one of those games that it felt like a handheld game that shouldn't have been a handheld game because yeah. I love this kind of thing. And it's, is it, I would imagine they've polished some stuff up, maybe added some new content, and hopefully it's fantastic on the PS4. It's almost exactly the same. Oh, is it really? It's almost exactly the same game, apart from it looks a lot more polished. Oh, okay, good. Well, so it's not just this... I mean, because they, they were quite big on the fact that they were going to make sure that all the graphics were HD, so when they brought it out on other platforms, it had nice high-resolution graphics and all the rest yeah. of it. So as long as that's carried over... I loved it. I thought it was brilliant when I played it at EGX. I originally played it at Res, not just gone, but the year before. Yeah. And I loved it. I played it a couple of times. It did have some issues with... The controls were a bit oversensitive, and the code that they were using was a little bit unstable but um, they seem to have worked out all of that those issues now I, lo- I love the guys as well and they make no apologies for that kind of stuff either they'll put the game out there and if it's got weirdness or dodginess one of them will be stood near you and they'll yeah. just be like yeah it's kind of broken sorry about that <laughs> yeah very much so and when, like when I played it at Res, Julius was stood there and, uh, and he in fact he was sat next to me he pulled up a stool from the guys that were next door to them uh, <laughs> Zoink was it Zoink? Yeah, uh, Zoink Games uh, pulled up a store from next to them, sat down with me and was like, uh, so these are the controls. Um, it might break because mm-hmm. the code's a little bit like unstable. But if it does, then we'll just reset it and you can have another go. Yeah, they're, they're some of the best guys. Have you two, Ellen, Lee, have you seen this game? I played it with you at EGX last year and I still haven't forgiven them for the um, EGX bug. That they the gave EGX us. bug, because I'm pretty sure that Julius <laughs> cool. actually created the EGX flu from last year. He was I'm pretty patient sure. zero. Yeah. yeah, he was yeah. patient zero for the EGX <laughs> flu that, that went that did the rounds last year. Mm-hmm. Were, and I think it was ramped up and mutated by the fucking god-awful Thunderbolt bollocks that everybody was drinking. <laughs> oh god, that's probably the carrying oh. medium. Yeah, I think it was. It was. Oh, it was bad. It was. A, it was like a nuclear flu by the end of the. the... But yes, I did play it, and also um, uh, because I'm now friends with Lewis here on PlayStation 4's PSN network thing. I I logged in and had a look at his profile, and there's a little video of Lewis playing SteamWorld Heist. Is there really? Yeah, and. Uh, so I had a little look at that and saw him pull off some really, really good ricochet shots. I was quite impressed, actually. It's just a cool game. It is I very cool. I streamed a little bit of it. So there is some um, video on, I think it's on my YouTube channel. Hmm. How are you getting on with your PS4? Are you glad that you did it? Uh, yeah, I am. But the only thing that I've noticed is that I've had two... I don't know if it's... It seems to be when I'm launching the Plax app on the PS4, the, the whole console freezes and then powers off. Oh, <laughs> Um, and I have to power it back on and it goes through this uh, checking the state of the drive and has to... Is that Sony's overzealous DRM? Are you about to watch illegally downloaded Sony movies? Well, fuck you. <laughs> no, um, it, it just, it seems to kind of kick it back in and it has to do then a, a long reboot. But I remember my PS3 doing that. To be honest, the app experience and the online experience, if the PS4 is anything like the PS3, it's shonky as bollocks. Right then, uh, so L's not been playing basically any games this week, so we're going to move on to a game that I've been playing and Lee's been playing, so uh-huh. I'm going to talk about me playing this game first. I didn't think this was going to work on my PC, but 
Lee, due to the incredibly cool and legal uh, game sharing that we do through Steam, uh, has got Doom. So I thought, this is never going to run on my PC, so I'm going to play Doom on my computer and see how it runs. God, it runs beautifully. <laughs> I can't even believe that it actually works. But not only does it actually work, it runs fantastically. I had a glitch when I first started playing it where, for whatever reason, I got like a massive frame rate drop, and I thought it was just because the game was newer than my PC could handle. But as it turns out, there's like some weird setting that you've got to change to do with lighting, and that fixed it right up. Uh, I've been properly addicted to this. It's absolutely amazing. I didn't even know that I wanted this game until I started playing it. I'm not one of these people that kind of sits back and goes, oh, nostalgia. I need a game that is from when I was, like, like I don't even know how old I was, eight? (laughs) Seven or eight? But I started playing this, and not only does it feel almost exactly like Doom, or the original Quake, Hmm. it's it's just brilliant it's, it's taken that it's taken the frenzied speed pace level design all the rest of it ramped it up to 11 added new things that work perfectly with the format and and just shot it into your face directly into your eyeballs I think I think it's brilliant I'm quite surprised that you still um, say that after the way that you played it as well because you mainlined it for like two days yeah I did I, I have absolutely injected this thing into my face but it's it's brilliant. <laughs> I think it's really good. Um, it's it's frustrating as as hell. <laughs> That's mm. the only other thing because it is so fast paced and it does the difficulty ramps up and ramps up and ramps up. And when you think you've got a handle on something, a different monster turns up that you need a different weapon or a different tactic or whatever it is to to get rid of. I've started oh, I, quite early on. I got the like grenade launcher for the shotgun, and that's like an I win weapon for me. Mm. It's absolutely amazing. But. I sh- if you're on the fence about Doom, if you're not really sure about it, or if you heard about all the bad reviews when the um, when the beta came out and everybody was screaming that the multiplayer wasn't proper Doom or whatever it was, that, I must admit, put me right off. But playing it, playing the single player, I haven't even tried the multiplayer, but playing the single player, it's amazing. It's absolutely brilliant. You said about getting frustrated with it. I um, I've, I went through the same thing. I um, If I get frustrated, well, there's so many games around available to play these days. You, you've just got... You're spoiled for choice. I mean, you can just look in your Steam library and pick out AAA titles all the time. Um, or pick up AAA titles from a year ago for pittance. Um, so the, the chances of playing something new is, is, it's always there. So very often if I'm playing something new, I'll play it a bit, get frustrated, put it down, won't come back. And I kept getting frustrated with this and, oh god, that thing that's killed me. I've, or I've made that jump and missed it five times and I'd rage quit, walk away. And that would normally be the point where I'd go and play something else. And I just kept coming back. And I kept thinking, oh, no, I've, what I've forgotten to do there, I've forgotten to use the bloody chainsaw. Or I've um, I, there's some other method that I could get past this annoying section with. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great game for dragging you back. Yeah, but they've done other things as well. Like, it's not, it, doesn't, it doesn't load the quickest on my computer. So every now and again, when it's in the load screen... I'll go, oh, I'm going to go make a cup of tea, or I'm just going to step away for a moment. But they've, they've thought about, I don't know whether they've thought about it specifically for me, but after the load screen, it doesn't just launch you straight into the game, so you're back at the last yeah. checkpoint. You've got to push space. So you kind of have to centre yourself, get in the zen zone, and be ready for the carnage that is about to ensue, so you can actually push space, get ready, and go for it. Just, it's got slowdown moments, but it's more like you pick up a piece of information... Like one of the things that's pissed me off about Doom 3, I've spoken about this before, but one of the things that really pissed me off about it was that it forced you to stop because you had all these data packages that you picked up or computers that you looked at and stuff like that. In this, there are those there, but it doesn't force them on you. 
it kind no. of goes, oh, a new piece of information has been put into your journal or whatever. And if you want to, you stop the game and look in your journal and see what it is. But if you don't want to, which is the majority of the time for me, you just keep going and keep playing. The computer screens that you've got to push and stuff, your guy literally just slams them and, and doors open or whatever it is is happening. And there's loads of amazing secrets dotted around so that you can go off piste and go around the level and find different things as well. We both play this game in very different ways. Do we really? Um, yeah. <laughs> when I watched you, you were just like, I don't know, you, you were kind of like this crazy dude that was screaming as he's waving his arms with weapons in each hand, um, running along the corridor going, ah, and trying to shoot everything all at once. And I'm I'm really a bit more, you know, taking it all in, smelling the flowers, having oh, a look no. around, looking for all the secrets, and I'm trying to complete everything as I'm going along. Oh, no, I, I set fire to the flowers. And then use your defecated husks to, to fire in my blunderbuss at everything that comes near me. No, I just I do not stop. If I accidentally stumble into a secret, I'll grin and bear it as I pick up the little bobblehead that you get or whatever it is, and you get you call, the cool little original Doom tune um, yeah. and stuff like that. But no, I am more than happy to just fly along in this and nuke everything in my path. Brilliant. I just I don't want to talk about it too much. I know you guys spoke about it last week. The thing is, it, this has surprised me quite a lot, and I don't know. If it, I think it might have surprised everybody, especially the reception from the reception that it got early on hmm. but it's just just great it's just great I was never into the Serious Sam games but I can imagine that if you were this is exactly the game for you and it's got this great level of seriousness to it even though it's really off the wall and stupid um, it's got this kind of level of seriousness to the story that it just about gets away with although hmm. I must admit right at the very beginning I found it fucking amazing that you you start off and you get out and you get your suit or whatever and there's just this big kind of computer screen there that says demonic invasion detected <laughs> and it's just like, who put some sensors for that brilliant anyway we're, we're going to move on so you've, you've played Doom as well this week, and we've, I've streamed it to you, streamed it to me. I didn't stream very successfully. Oh, yeah, compute. Steam streaming is fucking awesome. Yes. Yeah, it, well, um, unless you're me. <laughs> well, unless you're yeah. me. Yeah, but yours was kind of, you know, stretching itself already, wasn't it? So. Yeah, well, I tried Twitch streaming this using a couple of methods, and I got about half a frame a second. Um, and mm. then I Steam streamed it, and I was getting really good frames per second, and I thought, this is amazing, I can't believe it. But Lee was yeah, at the other the end going, yeah, I can't fucking see anything. And now the audio stopped. <laughs> so it's kind of like it kills the stream it prefers your computer or prefers your gameplay to the stream performance broadcasting not streaming yeah whatever it is yeah whatever the fuck it is right then um lee what have you played other than doom this week i've been playing project cars have you yes i have i bought this a few weeks ago um because the developers is it naughty dog added vive compatibility to it it's pretty good actually um i uh i'm not a huge driving uh, game fan i i I own a few but um it tends to be just to use in vr because it becomes something else in that but this is um it's not see i i struggle with driving games because i like a game that with a narrative or i like a game that um has an objective to it but when you're just driving around in circles i I do tend to struggle a little bit on games (laughs) like this like um, you heard it, driving fans. It's just <laughs> driving around in circles. Um, but I do, I can appreciate the um, the art of it, and um, the, you know how you can get better at these sort of things, and how it can be quite addictive. Um, and I'm I'm not too bad at them. I brought a friend around who's really into his driving games, and he owns some serious steering wheel pedals, that sort of thing. And he's uh, he's got it on PS4 Project Cars, and he really likes the game. And I said, I've got it working on VR come round and have a go uh he came around and had a go he sat there for about 
an hour driving around in circles as you do um, <laughs> and then he went away and then he texted me later saying um, I'm playing Project Cars on my PS4 uh, it sucks <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm sorry if I ruined it for you and he said 100% <laughs> I, love, I love the fact that you say like uh, oh yeah you know I'm, I'm alright at driving games and stuff like this but we played GTA 5 together and recently all of us apart from Al sorry but me you and Lewis have been playing uh, Dead Island that's got vehicles in it yeah <laughs> what happens when I get in the driver's seat of a car we all complain everybody gets out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> driving is not for me Really, I'm all right in real life, but in games, there's there's part of me that goes, "This isn't my car," and those are zombies. So it's all it's okay, <laughs> everything's fine. But what amazes me about that is that in the boat you're fine, <laughs> <laughs> apart what? from the odd occasion. Yeah, apart no wheels. Where I got stuck in the weeds for about twenty minutes. <laughs> but it's like you're fine in the in a, a boat, but in the, when you're in a car, it's like your hands lose all communication with your brain. Yeah. <laughs> And they just go, oh, I don't know how to drive anymore. <laughs> I'm no better with my with my uh, navigation either. Like when I said no. to, I said to you, <laughs> oh, it's left here. <laughs> what back there? <laughs> yeah. Or in a minute. I've like, played where? a lot of GTA with this man. It's not pretty. I'm not great. I'm not great. I am neither good at, I, at navigating nor driving, yet somehow in almost every game we play, I end up doing both. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it, it's always you, because you're in front. You're so keen to kill everything in front of us. I'm usually backing you up. So you're yeah. at the car first. You just jump in the driver's seat. That's because I treat everybody else in multiplayer games as my medics. <laughs> I definitely I, feel like your enabler. <laughs> or your exactly body shield. I just I run around like a lunatic. I distinctly remember being your body shield. We see a lot of the time when I shout left here, it's because I want more kills and I'm just trying to distract you. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, there's a few uh, driving games that I've liked, but most of them are things like Need for Speed Underground, where there's yeah. an almost RPG element to it, where you can upgrade your car and all the rest of it, and there's a, a kind of storyline to the game as well. The pure driving games, while I appreciate them, and like you said, the, the art of them and everybody and people getting better and stuff, for me they're, they're kind mostly of like, a bit shit. Yeah, well, they're mm. kind of like football games, where I yeah. get why people like them, but it's they're not for me. I, but this isn't at the hardcore end of racing simulators. Assetto Corsa is very much a racing simulator. I've played that in VR as well, and it's so unforgiving. But um, I played the same track, Nordschleife. It's, uh, it's about twenty miles or twenty kilometers long. Uh, it's a very, it's a world famous track. It's, um. Are you talking about the Nürburgring? Yeah, the Nürburgring. Nord- Nordschleife is the, um, the long version of the Nür- Nürburgring is a, uh, a place where there are a lot of tracks or it's, um, yeah. it's the name of the race circuit and there's yeah, lots yeah. of different types of tracks. So the Nürburgring GP is, uh, is a yeah, circuit. Are they, are they speaking English right now? And the Nordschleife kind of <laughs> is, uh, is basically a drive in the countryside and, I've played that on a set of course just as quickly as fucking possible. Yes, exactly. Um, Twenty kilometers in like something like six minutes in some of the fastest cars is ridiculous. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it, that's in real life. And so I took a Pagani Zonda, uh, which is a supercar, Rich and L, Thank around you. the Nordic leaf. <laughs> <Excuse me, laughs> how many wheels has it got? It's, it's black. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Are there, how many zombies are on this Nürburgring? ring? <laughs> as many as you can imagine. <laughs> oh, that um, sounds fantastic. <laughs> I'm in. So Where can we go? The banana zomba. How many horses does it have in it? <laughs> <laughs> I need, you need at least 20 horses, don't you, Al? We know this. Okay, we need at least 20 horses. Yeah. So in the banana zomba, we need 20 horses. <laughs> right, so, sorry, have we derailed your project <sighs> cars talk, Lee? Kind of a little bit. Sorry. It's fine. Uh, was there anything else going on? 
Just that it's not it's not a racing simulator. We it's, get the idea. There's cars in Germany. Yes. Is that, is that where we were going with that? Exactly that. Yeah. Thank, thank you for thank summing you very up. Much. For the too long didn't read. Really good. <laughs> for the TLDR, the there's, there's, there's cars in Germany. Go. Done. Right then, Lewis, if you can compose yourself, what else have you been playing this week? So I've gone back to Division on the PS4 just so I can play with other people. It's still the Division. That's the short version. <laughs> were you playing it on the Xbox One before? Yeah. So you've rebought it? Yeah, I finished the campaign on uh, the Xbox One and then I rebought it because uh, a good friend of mine really wanted to play it with okay. me. She's already finished it and she said, let's start new characters and we'll play it through. Uh, we've only actually played it for about an hour so far. <laughs> the other game was uh, Elves Don't Get Fired Okay, <laughs> from last week. And, um, yeah. So I started playing it. And it came up with something really, like, it was supposed to say first interview. <laughs> and <laughs> Elle's giggling already. But it said Firth. One. So one TH. Right. Yes, the one. The one interview. So I took a screenshot of it and I immediately didn't get the job. It was like, <laughs> sucks to be you, homeboy. No job for you. And I was like, oh, all right then. So is that it? Is that game over? Yeah. And then it's, uh, it goes second or tooth <laughs> interview. To and do. I thought. Ah, I'm on. I'm on to you. I'm fucking wise to you, Sonny Jim. So I didn't take a screenshot, got the job, and then I worked myself into the grave. <laughs> I thought this, this, this isn't fucking realistic because I'd never work my. I like okay. there is no job that I would work myself to the grave for. And then the third job, I worked myself to the grave, and then I, I stopped. <laughs> I liked it when they asked me whether I would continue to work for them. Uh, if they didn't pay me, but with the uh, continual promise of employment. So I said no, and then they fired me. So will you work for us for free? No, we'll fire you. Isn't essentially both outcomes are the same thing, aren't they? Yeah, pretty I don't much. Know. I think slavery is something that I <laughs> object to. <laughs> yeah, just like kind of inherently, I've got a problem with this. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I can't put my finger on exactly what it is. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't like this. Take the chain off. I want to go home. Yeah. Is that everything we played this week, or is that everything that we're actually going to talk about playing this week? Everything I'm admitting. To Al's play. got one more in there, but I think we're just going to. Oh yeah. I can give him a brief shout like, out for it. Yeah, I want to hear yeah, about this. A brief shout out to Argent Dawn, which now houses my craziness. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've started a new character on Argent Dawn, and I'm going to level a Tauren. Because I'm a terrible human, and it will be a feral druid, because I love crushing other people's dreams. For people that don't know about this game, this is a, a game that, um, a small game from a, a small independent developer called World oh, yeah. of Warcraft. Um, yeah, I've never, I'd never heard of it until she mentioned it. Sounds rubbish. Yeah. Sounds like only nerds would play it. No, exactly. <laughs> Can't nerds see it taken off. It. Does, it have any, does it have any banana zombies in it? <laughs> Unfortunately, I haven't come across any banana zombies. Oh, that's rubbish. But maybe one day I feel that Blizzard could integrate banana zumbas into the game into the game somehow. and then i'll be back if they've got that as a mount then they've, they've got me for life um, dear blizzard i went back and decided that i'd never played horde before so i was going to go and play a murder cow for a little while and i just oh, got oh my god never played horde i what know i haven't no, I, care bear i've been alliance for life bro oh, and, uh, oh my god no. <laughs> i was a gnome tank i was the fucking oh Uber. that's the only acceptable answer to that question actually yeah gnome i tank. know i was a gnome tank so i was i was literally like trolling armorers everywhere um <laughs> and uh yeah no I, I played that for ages and then i went back and because all of my friends were playing alliance and i thought oh 
I've got to give Horde a go eventually. I went back and started playing it. I think this was pre-Cataclysm. And I was just like, this is fucking boring. <laughs> this is I'm sorry, boring. that was very I can't imagine what that must feel like. <laughs> 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 sorry, Lewis, should we move on? Right then. We're going to take the briefest of breaky breaks, and then we're going to come back and talk about a little thing called E3. So You may have heard of it. Just a little bit. Just a small little thing called E3. Brace yourselves, everybody. Back in a moment. Right, pay attention, Bond. This is the Sinclair ZX Spectrum Plus 2. It's a fully operational computer with 128K memory, but it comes with three James Bond games and a light gun that fires armor-piercing shells. Now that's your assignment. No, no, don't sit in that chair. Sorry, Bond. Haven't perfected that yet. The Sinclair ZX Spectrum Plus 2. Right, that's quite enough bollocks. Now we've got to talk about this thing that's the E of all the threes. Well, there's only three of them. And this year was okay. What, what's what's the takeaway from this year? Is, is anybody coming away fucking amazed? Is anybody's eyeballs exploded? Mm, no. No? I'm happy. I'm yeah. happy, but I'm not not as ecstatic as I maybe was last year. But that's because Fallout 4 got announced well, last that's year. True. So, in terms well. of general consensus, then, because I find a lot of the time that I am just watching the latest iteration of Call of Duty or the latest iteration of whatever it is. What was the ta- was your general takeaway that this is more of the same, or was there enough brand new IPs and content to keep us quite interested in what's going on? There wasn't much in the way of new IP. It was mostly. As it is everywhere, every year, sequels and remasters. Yeah, here's stuff that we know you're going to buy. Yeah. So, so we're just going to show off all of that kind of stuff, and then yeah. right at the end of it, uh, here's here's the next big thing: some random snowboarding game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A bit odd. <laughs> I found the the Sony one a bit more in, encouraging than overall. I, see, than I didn't that. see the Sony one, so you guys are going to have to fill me in on that. Okay, let's just talk about for a fleeting moment. The new direction Resident Evil is going in, instead of being all shooty shooty bang, it's possibly going to be like, ooh, horror-y. No. Not Resident yeah. Evil. Me. That's an utter departure from what Resident Evil started as, surely. I, I don't I, I played the demo earlier and I played it for about 15 minutes and then turned it off. Like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> is it as scary? Anymore. No, the, there was no shooty or banging. Oh my god, I'm in. <laughs> that's Take no banging it's L's game literally all I did was walk about for 10 minutes went to I put a videotape in walked <laughs> about a bit more as the cameraman in the videotape opened a secret hatch turned around saw someone walk past a door because uh, I found a key and then went shit right no I'm out I'm not playing anymore <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, do it. I saw somebody. There was somebody on Twitter that was uh, live streaming it. Yeah, I think yeah. it was Brett Claxton. Yeah, it's Brett. Claxton. Yeah, yeah. And I watched his stream for a little while, and even that was too much for me. I don't. Wow. No, thank you. So you're going to be it. playing in VR then? No. Um, yes, I think it's really this. important that we all get together and next time we do like a week of horror like that horribly shonky shit that I did all that time ago <laughs> now that we need, we make it a group experience because I feed off having other people I'd be right with that <laughs> yeah this is, I think it's a bit better because we played Outlast me, Hannah and Craig played Outlast on the sofa and, and live streamed that to Twitch and uh, it's, it still made my balls recede, but it, um, <laughs> it felt it felt like since everybody else's balls were receding, Hannah excluded, was it it was okay. It was like a shared experience of fear. I love telling you to do things that would make it scarier, and then watching you suffer. That <laughs> that really did make my day. Thank you. Um, I don't I don't think I've been genuinely scared by a Resident Evil game ever, actually. 
apart from the dogs jumping through the window, but that's kind of a jump scare. But it's all jump scares. Yes, yeah. I think the last... Well, I say the last game that I was properly terrified of is pretty much most horror games, but... Um, <laughs> Is everything I've ever played. <laughs> well, one of the first horror games that I, I remember ever being petrified of was um, Silent Hill. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yes. I think I think I might have told this story, but um, playing it with some friends in a pitch black room, already a little bit petrified, but with your teenage friends, so you're trying not to show. And there was a scene uh, in the game when you're in the school and you're walking through uh, a toilet in the school and someone goes, oh, I bet a giant turd monster walks out um <laughs> and then one of my mates farted and everyone shit themselves pretty much <laughs> um, and then we played it with the lights on for the rest of the night see horror games and drunk friends make the best of times because it's really funny you'll generally have someone who's like really fucking terrified and who will like clasp hold of your knee every now and then like oh my god save me save me from the digital horrors does this not look to anybody else and i might be wrong but does this not look to anybody else like the people who made resident evil have been looking for a new angle for a little while Hmm. and when silent hill pt demo came out they all watched it and went fuck i wish we'd thought of that and then that all fell through and they went Yay face! <laughs> That's what we're doing. Look, we've spoken kind of about Resident Evil. Is was that your was that your biggest takeaway from the whole show, L? Uh, no, because I also have Hideo Kojima to fangirl about and Horizon Dawn and The Last Guardian. I feel I, got, I feel like we need to pace ourselves. L's highlights V three are possibly going to be the highlights of the podcast. Look, can we run just very briefly because some of this I didn't see, and you guys might be able to fill me in on what's going on. Can we just kind of run through the conference in chronological order, and we'll see what what jumps out at us? Does that sound okay? Sounds mm-hmm. good. Okay, look, I'm just going to fire some stuff, and if it's interesting at all, you you just tell me. Titanfall 2. Quite interesting. Uh, expansion on the first game, if you played it. Going to be available for PC and PS4 this time around. Yeah, looks good. Is it just PS4? Are they not shooting for the Xbox One? No, it's going to be cross-platform. Right, okay. All platforms. See, yeah. I saw I saw the kind of demo video, and I couldn't tell how much of it was actual gameplay footage and how much of it was kind of pie-in-the-sky FMV. Having played some of uh, the original Titanfall, a lot of that looks like gameplay. Yes, I played the original Titanfall as well. I didn't hate it, but it didn't make me want to stick with it. And considering they were trying to shoot for the esports market, or that's what they, it seemed like they were doing, it didn't uh, grab I think they've attention. moved away from that now. Yeah, so. see, that's what I was hoping. Because just make, just make a fun game. Just yeah, don't, I don't think that's what and... they're going for with this one. Good, I hope so. So that, that looks pretty cool. I, mean, I saw the, I saw the um, trailer thing that they put, put together. I didn't see the presentation, but I saw the trailer. Uh, it looks quite cool. Uh, but then I like the whole idea of the first game, and I like the fact that they managed to make it so it's actually still entertaining when you're not in a mech. And they've yeah. expanded that by putting in like the grappling hook type things and stuff like that mm-hmm. as well. So that looks pretty yeah. cool. Um, also from the E3, E3 EA, EA conference, sorry, on um, Sunday, Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> <laughs> There's a murloc in the room. Didn't actually show that much. Uh, okay. No, well, like, there's not been that much going on about E3. Uh, why do I keep saying E3 about Mass Effect Andromeda? See, now, I think that's a smart move because most, like, the biggest reason I went to the Mass Effect series and a lot of people flocked to the Mass Effect series and the reason why there were so many butthurt feelings about Mass Effect 3 is because we love the storyline. Yes. And it's very hard to keep that under wraps and, like, basically the staunch about keeping it all to yourself you've got to keep the goods got to keep the goods ready for the big reveal 
but they didn't actually show any side. gameplay. They they literally just showed people storyboarding yeah. and some cinematics. And yeah, which is a bit of a I think theme. it's kind of okay. And that's, as Al said, the problem is that because the storyline is such an important part of the game, if you show too much of it in a trailer or something, yeah. it's going to put some people off. But the other, the flip side to that is they could at least show fucking something. They should, they could show some combat or something like that, just to at least kind of whet our appetites. Is it that it's that far away that there's nothing ready to March be shown? 2017. So Too far yes. away for me to get excited. Same. Yeah. Could be, but I'm excited because they are going to make relationship options more fluid and natural, apparently, rather than being at the same point and harassing one person <laughs> until they talk to you. That's exactly what the relationship style was in the in the like second two games. I'm essentially going to harass you until I get a really awkward sex scene. No, no, you can keep the gas mask on. <laughs> <laughs> Not now. I'm busy calibrating. I'm like, no, you will yeah. talk to me now. <laughs> Seriously, and then you go around trying to work out ways of breaking the machinery. So she'll stop fucking doing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. you could go for the extremely awkward bromance come gay romance option, which made absolutely no sense and didn't feel seamless in any way in the game. But anyway, we'll move on. Um, oh, Ross isn't here, so we can't talk about Madden NFL 2017 or FIFA 17. It, right. Madden NFL, it's another Madden game. They're going to be putting in new features for playing competitively, which then ties in with FIFA 17. The FIFA presentation was fucking mental. Why? So they've included a story mode what? in FIFA. Yeah. You play as a kid called Alex Hunter. They had the the guy who did the mocap for Alex Hunter right. on stage. He does a little monologue and then trots off and then they start doing... Uh, a, like a brief run through of the story then they talk about having three great managers two of which I didn't recognise one of them's the Arsenal manager two of them the other two I can't remember who they are as I said uh, Arsene Wenger and then they said oh um, yeah you know one of the greatest managers I think he's a Liverpool manager it was all a bit kind of way football banter the presentation and then Jose Mourinho walks on the stage for those of you who don't know he's now the Manchester United manager okay um, I wish I didn't know this he then <laughs> stands on stage looking awkward for 10 minutes well not even 10 minutes for about five minutes with his hands in his pockets the guy that's giving the presentation says this is all in London as well the guy that's giving the presentation then says oh I hear your son likes FIFA and Mourinho's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Um, and then he says, oh, I bet you pay for a lot of the whatever it is that you could buy. The FIFA. downloadable content And he stuff. goes, yes, I, I am in charge of that. And that's it. Oh, wow. Right, okay. They really and then prepped him well. Charismatic. Yeah. And then this guy goes, so we'll have to make sure that your, your son gets some early code. Jose Mourinho, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> get, and get then he walks the fuck back out of stage, here. and it's like, did he walk off stage, grab a big bank of money, and just get in his Rolls Royce? And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Sports ball, everyone! Sports ball. <laughs> Who at EA decided that this was a good idea? Uh, it obviously seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, but, but the FIFA fans were fucking loving it. They were lapping it up. So, F E fee fee, whatever the whatever the dick a that is. Uh, the only actual announcement that no one knew about. Okay. It was part of an announcement for the EA Collective, which is basically EA's equivalent of Idea Xbox or the Square Enix thing that they're doing, or basically their indie department. 
Okay. Fee is going to be is made by Zoink Games. You play a woodland critter that uh, communicates with other critters through the power of song. That's cool. I want it. It looks kind of like they've taken that weird thing from um, Twilight Princess and put it into its own game. Possibly, but yeah. Yeah. It's got and manta the, rays. The only thing that I'm going to highlight from this is Fee is an upcoming independent developer project published by EA. If you've already got a deal with EA, can you really be classed as an independent publisher anymore? Or an independent developer? Uh, yeah. Can you? Because they are, they are kind of in... Well... Mojang's technically an independent developer. Yeah, I guess so. But they—they, they, I always thought independent meant that they made it and then published it themselves. Uh, don't know. Weird. Anyway, we'll move on. It looks a bit odd. It might be interesting. I don't know. Uh, it looked the, quite nice. This next thing, I don't really understand. Somebody's going to have to explain this to me. The next three in the list all say Star Wars. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Star Wars. They didn't actually show much in the way of Star Wars games. The dice game... they. Again, they didn't show very much of. Visceral is going to be a first-person shooter by the way of a new universe. So Are it's, they actually um, making it now? It's not a new universe, sorry. It's a new story. It's okay. got canon to the rest of Star Wars. And I've no idea what the Respawn game is. But is this reaction off the back of Disney saying we're no longer making our own games? So quickly, Possibly. let's show you that we are actually having other people Visceral- make them. Visceral's supposed to be making a fucking Star Wars game for ages. Yeah, there's kind of talks that this is Star Wars 1334, but... <gasps> but redone. But redone. Now, yeah. I don't know how true that is, but there has been kind of rumblings that that's what this is going to be. Let me just pause to rub my hands on my thighs. <laughs> well, do you know... Uh, it'd be really cool if that would happen. Thanks. <laughs> let, me just, let me just pause to touch myself. So, bearing in mind that Respawn are the guys behind Titanfall, and Titanfall 2. It'll be interesting to see where they go with a Star Wars game and obviously dice to the team behind Battlefield. Yeah, yeah. It speaks and to it being, Dead Space. being a little bit more fast-paced, but yeah, then they've got Dead Space under their belt as well, so maybe not. Dice uh, is going to be Battlefront 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is going to tie in with the next movie. And cause movie. even more confusion about their naming convention. Um... Right then. Are we happy with all the Star Wars? Kind of, because we don't really know 100% what I'm it is happy they're going to be. That they're doing it, but I'm Yeah, not... I'm happy that they're doing it. Battlefield 1. It looks like a World War 1 shooter. I, I really would am. I counteract quite... you slightly there by saying that it looks like a fucking amazing yeah. World War 1 shooter. I completely went off the Call of Duty and Battlefield games specifically because I was fucking fed up of 20, taking 20 fucking minutes to reload my bloody musket ball into the gun because I, I want to play, a, I wanted to play a faster paced game and they felt far too slow and there wasn't enough story and, and it was just all stuff. And I know people who really like the original Medal of Honors or the original Call of Duty games. So when I heard that Battlefield 1 was going back to World War 1, I was like, nah, I'm not getting it. I'm not feeling this. I watched the trailer and I'm like, if the game is in any way close to how that looks, I'm in. Well, they're playing it. They're, you know, this well, is. Well, no, because I, I watched the trailer. It was the trailer that got me into it. Yeah, I watched, yeah. I only watched the gameplay footage afterwards. They've got multiplayer trailers, trailers as well. Yeah. So you can see actual gameplay footage. Um, yeah. And just for your information, Rich, the, the big flyy thing that they shoot down that burns in the sky, the Zeppelin thing, that's a ship. Yeah. It's a plane, isn't it? No, it's a ship. <laughs> what so is it's this? An attractive shooty bang is what you're saying. Yeah. What are you, Ni- 1900s Germans? <laughs> 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 We're going retro along with the game here. Um, 
I really like the look of this, and I didn't think I would ever say that about a World War One or World War Two game again. But I think maybe that it's been long enough that the internet hath forgotten, and maybe we can come up with a decent World War. Now I'm sure there has been World War One and World War World War Two games since they started making modern warfare. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Discover the incredible power of the Atari 520ST. With the new Atari Discovery Pack, you can learn computer programming. You can discover talents you never knew you had. And create and play games as exciting as in any arcade. The new Atari Discovery Pack for less than £300. We're coming back in with the multiple E's and now we're going to talk about the Bethesda conference, which was also on Sunday. Um, I'm going to blast through this a little bit quicker because, frankly, I'm not as interested in <laughs> Enough of the stuff that's in this. If you guys are, though, shout out. Um, we're going to start with one that we were just talking about kind of off air, um, which is Quake Champions. Controversy. Uh, is anybody, is anybody interested in this? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely no interest whatsoever. Yes. No. yes. Unless, hang on, let me put a caveat on that. No interest whatsoever, unless they do to Quake what they've done to Doom. Yeah. But I don't think it doesn't look like it's going to be because one of the biggest no. problems with Doom when it first came out was that people were screaming about the the multiplayer. Now there are other multiplayer modes in Doom that are very interesting, but the, the, these the this seems to be thinking that the the heyday of Quake was Quake Three Arena, yes. which in my opinion it wasn't. And I know a lot of people really like that game, but in my opinion, Unreal Tournament pissed all over it from a, the dirtiest of heights. Yeah, but it was in in competitive gaming terms, Quake Three yeah. was the daddy. Well, you, can't, you can't argue with that. It was no. I, I think Unreal Tournament was, so I can't argue with it. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, there are loads of people that would be looking forward to it. I'm sure. Yeah, no, the I'm sure there are. are still very much alive. Yeah, it's still a big deal. I'm, yeah. I will. I will go ahead and say, and I was saying to this, this to Lee the other night. I was massively, massively into the first Quake game when it had an interesting storyline-ish, as much as that game had a storyline. Hmm. And most of the storyline was in the manual that came with the game. I don't think you got pretty much any of it in the game itself. But it was... It had potential. And then when Quake 2 came out, they went, no, fuck all of that. Fuck all, <laughs> fuck all of your Lovecraftian amazingness that could have been this game. Uh, we're just going to have space cyborgs. So, there. <laughs> and That's then I lost all the, interest. Everybody got... Um, well, they, they played the single player and then stayed for the multiplayer. And then saw that everybody was playing multiplayer and thought, well, 
we're going to appeal to the biggest audience that we've got and that's what they did yeah well it wasn't for me the multiplayer experiences wasn't for me and, do, and Quake 2 as much as it was kind of fun wasn't exactly for me I quite like the fact that they've gone back to the original Quake logo hmm. and they, they, they're trying to keep it vaguely retro in that respect but uh, I can only imagine that being what's happened with Doom recently and what's happening with Quake now John Romero must be fucking spinning in his non-existent crate (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine that he's sitting there wondering where all of his shares have gone from the video that was released which was was just you know CGI it wasn't anything you know it's just a a teaser no it does look like to me from the hints that I'm pulling out of it and guessing at that it's going to be a competitive multiplayer game um, yeah, the, the name kind of gives that away. Quake Overwatch. Champions yeah. kind of speaks to that. So look, we're moving on from that because we don't really know all that much about it. Um, Fallout 4 DLC. Quite interesting. One of them's c- called Contraptions, so you can build stuff like ball runs. Oh, okay. I don't know why you would want to do that. You could build conveyor belts, uh, item sorters, uh, all those sorts of bits and pieces. Um, another one is a story-based DLC, which is Nuka World. So you go to a new area, and it's like a Nuka-Cola-flavoured Disney theme park, theme park yeah. type affair. Like Coca-Cola Land, if that's the place. <laughs> Should um, be. <laughs> is, is it like all... Are you, is it, has it been built new? Or is this like a factory that existed before the apocalypse and, and you're uh, roaming No, around? this is pre-bombs dropping and they've just kind of reopened it right okay so you can go visit it uh, after the bombs dropped this is kind of reminiscent of slur is it slurm from yeah drama yeah. and and super pop from adventure time yeah, yeah maybe. a little bit like that um okay cool is it interesting because i know you're massive you were massively into fallout weren't you originally lewis fallout yeah three uh, certainly fallout four and the i played a lot of it i got about three quarters of the way through and then I just thought the story was a bit contrived and a bit shit to be honest yeah you did exactly what I did and I felt everything was quite samey I am yeah pretty much it's go here do this um, yeah, yeah which it is fine it's effectively what Fallout 3 was but yeah. I am going to pick it up just for the DLC because apparently Far Harbor adds quite a lot to it the robot DLC adds quite a lot to it. And the other DLC, which I'm quite interested about, is the, I think it's vault That's it, yeah. DLC. That's the one um, I thought you'd be most interested in. Well, it is now, um, you've reminded me, but it's, you basically build your own vault. Okay. So like, um, like build the, and manage the... a vault like you would do a settlement. Yeah. You can like do experiments. Fallout Shelter. You can experiment on your, your settlers. This is cool. Do you know what I'd love? I, I'd like. I really like it to to go back pre-war, and for you to be somebody who works for Voltec, and yeah. you are you are designing the experiments that people are going to be going into, knowing full well that you're kind of a dick. That would hmm. be a good DLC yeah. for a future release. But and then it all goes we, shit we said wrong, and you've got to fight your way out of it or something. That would be very cool. All right, cool. So Fallout 4 DLC, quite interesting. I, I mean, I'm not massively interested in this, I've got to be honest, but I do need to go back to Fallout 4 and, and, and push through it and try and get a bit more into it. Yeah, so coupled in with that was um, some Fallout Shelter news. So they are updating it with quests that you can send individual followers out on, um, settlers out onto. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're welcome, Bethesda. <laughs> Thank you. They are going to have um, individual areas that you can send people to. So, like the Super Duper Mart, 
other vaults, that kind of thing, that you can send your settlers or dwellers to. And... PC release, which I'm really looking forward to. See, I've already played this on PC, but I played it through Bluestacks. What a faff. Which is kind of the... can be the gaming equivalent of pulling out teeth. Mm. But it's... It worked, and it let me play the game on the PC, and I I found it quite entertaining, so it was okay. I did the sensible thing and didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Look, we, we're going to move on from Fallout, if that's okay. Have we yeah. got all of our Falloutness out? Brilliant. Okay. That's all out. Uh, so from that to uh, Fallout in uh, in history, with dragons and shit. Yeah, <laughs> Fallout with dragons. Um, Skyrim Special Edition. Just get mods. Yeah, well, this is <laughs> this is kind of my thing. Now, there's something that they've done with this that is quite cool. Where now previously they brought out kind of pseudo mods for Skyrim, and I think they did it for the one before Skyrim that was good. Um, um, Oblivion, Mor- not Merrowind. Um, Oblivion, yeah, Oblivion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where they brought out some pieces of official, and now let's face it, they were mods. But on the console, they called them DLC stuff like your horse armor and, and this, that, and the other. But actually, with this now, they're going to be bringing out modding tools for the consoles. Unless I'm totally wrong with that, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. essentially, you've got people are going to be able to make mods a la the PC. But it is going to. But you're going to be able to bring them out of console, so console gamers can get all the moddy goodness. Uh, it won't be all of them. It's the same with Fallout 4 as well. In fact, Fallout 4 you can already do that uh, on the Xbox One. It hasn't been released for PS4 yet. The same is going to be done with Skyrim. I don't know how much free reign people are going to have. I think they need to go through an authorization process. Oh no, noob mods then. Yeah, so you can't have like jigglies. Yeah, that kind of stuff. But. I mean, they already had this Skyrim HD or remastered, yeah, for pretty much every platform because that's what Fallout Four. It was a, a tester to see if they could build Fallout Four in the same engine. Right, I see. Okay, fine. so they recreated Skyrim. I mean, I like the idea that they realised that the game's got more life in it and that people are interested in playing a a, a higher res remastered kind of game, version of it, which is great. And it's got, all, I think, it's going to have all of the previous DLC that came out for Skyrim built into it. Yeah. As well. Oh, actually, before we move on, we need to talk about um, Elder Scrolls Legends, which is the card game. Oh, okay. So this is Hearthstone in Elder Elder Scrolls, is it? Yeah. They're releasing a card game that looks remarkably like Hearthstone. That's pretty much the gist of it. Which is okay. There's yeah. nothing wrong with another card game from another universe. Is this something they're going to build into the into the online world so that you can nope. kind of sit down at a tavern table and <laughs> play with other don't, people? Don't think so. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh- <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Doom DLC. Do we care? It's called Unto the Hell, Unto the Evil, Until the Evil, something like that. Okay. Um, didn't pay that much attention to it, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, but you don't like Doom. No, but it's, I don't, I, well, I don't dislike Doom, I just, I'm not getting on with it at the moment. I love it, I think it's incredible. The only thing that I'm not particularly bothered about with this is that it's DLC, and in general I'm not bothered about DLC, so... Yeah. Moving on. What yeah, about the on. snap map? Is that part of the DLC or is that already in there? No, snap, oh, map, yeah. snap map's already in the game. Okay. I think they're enhancing it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're adding new features and stuff. I forgot all about that. Yeah, well, people have, have, have said that snap map's actually really, really good because it, le- it allows you in-game to make your own maps. Yeah. To do whatever you want. And they're, they're enhancing it and, and putting all kinds of extra stuff onto it and making it so that you can make like multiplayer, single player, all kinds of crazy stuff with it. So that's quite cool. Yeah. Yeah, but that'll I'll, do. I'll, I'll give it a go uh, if somebody else buys it. Uh, and finally, from the Bethesda conference, um, Dishonored 2. Now, I own Dishonored, and I've never played it. 
Has anybody else played it? Do you know, yep. I think I own it too, and I have never played it. Ah, L, do you own this? Nope. Have you ever you played don't it? own it and you've never played it. Okay, fine. Never played it. Lewis, have you it. played it? I have played it. But you don't it own it. <laughs> but I don't own it anymore. Oh, okay. It was shit. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, Moving no, on. It, was, it wasn't shit. It wasn't to my taste. Um, I think I'd just finished playing a lot of Assassin's Creed games. Right, okay. And I, I was of the Assassin's Creed kind of mindset, not the dishonored, sneaky, sneaky assassin mindset. Oh, right, yeah. okay. Um, and I couldn't play it. The trailer drew me in. It made me really want to play it. It looked like something that I'd be really into. I played it. I was really disappointed. This trailer did exactly the same thing. I watched some of the gameplay trailers, but I've just got this horrible feeling that it's going to do exactly the same and it'll draw me in, and I, I'll, I won't like it. So, hmm. Dishonored's one of those games. I think I can't remember why I got it, but I got it for some. I think it was one of those ones where I was never really interested in it when it was first released or announced or whatever. And then I suddenly saw so many people banging on about how great it was after the bugs got fixed, and I thought, oh, I'll give that a go. That's kind of up my alley. And then I never played it. So maybe I'm going to have to go back. Assassin lady. Is uh, what? Yeah, yeah. I might, I might have played it. You're assassin bloke, aren't you? It's made a great impact on me. In the first one, you play as a guy called Corvo, who is trying to rescue a girl called Emily after her mum's just been assassinated. And then in the second one, you can play as Emily. Right, okay. But I don't know. It's, I can't remember. it's not <laughs> two, they're two separate play styles. So you play the same story, but with two separate play styles. Oh, that's quite cool. That's alright. I don't, I don't mind that. You don't swap over so like in is it Assassin's Creed Syndicate yeah you switch you between, can switch the, two between characters. the two uh, yeah. Jacob and Evie in this you can't you play as one or, or the other oh okay fine I'm sure they'll jam jam they'll, they'll cut on on right look can we move on to the next conference because we're going to have to keep start moving along otherwise this is going to be the longest podcast ever fucking existed it's going to be as long as E3 um, oh god the Microsoft conference which is on the Monday so we're moving on a day finally so they announced that they are doing the customizable pads oh, officially yes. from Xbox. I thought they already had these. No. I thought they'd already brought out the, no. the, the no, Microsoft the, you're professional pads. No, you're thinking of pads. the Elite um, controller. Yeah. No. I was thinking of the Elite controller. Had they not already no. brought those out? No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, the Elite, elite controller is out, yeah. but oh, okay. these, is, these are just basic pads. You could change the colour of the buttons and shit. Okay. And that's about it. Oh, Okay. <laughs> there will be a Gears of War 4 Elite controller. It looks like someone's kicked it around an abattoir floor. <laughs> it's also nearly £200. Fuck off. It's 50 or 60 quid more than a basic Elite controller. Good what? fucking grief. Why? Because it's Gears of War flavoured. <laughs> if it's actually Gears of War flavoured, like if it's got like a scratch and lick thing going on, then I'm I might <laughs> actually I still won't buy it. I'll go around somebody's house who's got one. The weird D pad has got um like gun blade or whatever it's called, chainsaw gun logo on one button and something else on the other button, and it's got Gears of War written on it, and it's got blood splatters and scratches and shit over it. It looks awful. <laughs> I don't want blood splatters and scratches on any of my stuff. Somebody somewhere will have gone, these fuckers will lap this up. And yeah, somebody they will. else somewhere they're will they're fucking have gone, idiots. I'm lapping this up. People are idiots. <laughs> um, I can confirm. We've lost at least one listener right now already. New Xbox One console. Well, two new Xbox uh, consoles. The Xbox One S, which is smaller. Uh, built-in power pack. 
supports 4K natively. I'm sure there's some other stuff. 4K video. Um, yeah, as long as you've got a 4K TV. Will it, it will upscale, did I read that it will upscale games to 4K as well? Existing games. Possibly, can't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I read that. The pad is the white and gold pad, but it's got a textured back to it. Woohoo! Because <laughs> that's what everybody was screaming for. Yeah. The only, oh, and it, it'll be two terabyte. Okay. I think they're doing ones as well. The first console that's being released will be a two terabyte console. Then they'll release the one yeah. terabytes. Then they'll release the 500 gigs. Yeah. yeah so you've got it. If you want it f- first, you're going to have to pay the premium to get the bigger disc. Am I right in saying that this is kind of their answer to the Neo? This, this edition of it is the, is no. the slightly yeah. upgraded version that, that is the answer no. to the PlayStation Neo. No. <laughs> No, really? Not at all. No, there's no hardware upgrades in this at all. It's, oh, isn't there? No. I, okay, so in this edition, it's just slimmer and yes, it's, it's got just a bigger a, hard drive. This is just a, cool a slimmed pad. down Xbox that's. Uh, okay, how does it support 4K? It, yeah, it can output how... 4K video. It cannot. It has no extra horsepower. Okay, so it's it's just for video codec stuff, yeah. is it? One thing to note: it won't have Connect port on it. Fuck's sake! So they've properly done an about face on that now. Then. Yep. The other one is Project Scorpio. Not really much to talk about. Because they didn't really say much about it. But, but all right, so Project Scorpio <laughs> is more the answer to to the Neo. It, is that right? It it's, will, it's got more uh, crunch. Yes. It will be a a bigger, more powerful machine. Okay. But they don't really they haven't really announced anything. Well they they did announce quite a lot about it and um yeah, they it's gonna have six teraflops of GPU power, which um for oh, those that know hell. is a lot. Um and it's gonna be something that will power VR. So Right, so that's the mechanism. So this this is the this is the answer to is the Neo. Is there anything then. else, or was that it? Oh well, that was quite a big deal because um, it actually outclasses the Neo. Right, okay, but is that all they announced? Is it just that yeah. it's got loads of loads of floppy things? It's basically a new Xbox. It's not it's not just a, um, a slightly but upgraded it, Xbox One. Is it, it is an Xbox One, like at its core, for the SDK and for the games they didn't and say. all the rest of it? Right, they okay. said that they're not going to leave anybody behind. They said that um, there will be forwards and backwards compatibility on all games going forwards. But this is a much, much more powerful Xbox. This Xbox will be as powerful as my PC now. More powerful. Right, okay. See, the interesting thing that I want... The only thing I really want to know about this, and it's difficult to get excited about it now, especially since I'm not a fucking console gamer anyway, but the, the thing that I'm interested to know is, is it like the Neo, i.e. it's a PlayStation... The Neo's a PlayStation 4 with more grunt. It's still a PlayStation 4 at its core. The SDK is exactly they the same. Said. No, that, that they haven't said. What, was there any other Microsoft news that wasn't game-related then? Yeah, they have announced the Xbox Play Anywhere program. So if you buy a game on Xbox, you then get to play it on your PC. This I'm quite uh-huh. excited about. But I yeah, want well, to know something. This is something they mentioned quite a while ago, wasn't it? Does this mean that if I buy an Xbox One game without owning an Xbox... Can I just play it on my PC? Probably. I don't know. That's interesting. Because that's a big deal. The other thing they didn't... Well, Lewis might be able to correct me on this. The other thing they didn't announce was whether this was... Did they announce whether this was only for Microsoft published games? Yes. Or is this... Okay, is it all uh, games or... Oh, well, no, I think it's... Oh, I don't know, actually, no. because they didn't actually specify. They just said that most of the games being released after Gears of War 4... Gears 4 will be the first title going right. forward Gears of War 4 um, all games should be play anywhere I'm presuming that this is a requirement of Microsoft now with the new DirectX 12 stuff that if you are making a game for Xbox you also have to make it for PC 
I really hope this is them opening it up so that we can just play. You know, you don't have to own an Xbox. Oh God, I hope so, but I don't. I don't believe it. No, I, you. Won't, I. I just don't believe that there won't be Xbox One exclusives. That's that's my problem with this. No, there won't be. That's that's. Do you reckon? That's the whole yeah, point. that's the point. The of this, whole yeah. the whole thing is they base. This is a really clever way of saying that they've just killed Xbox One exclusives. Yeah, which is great, but the, so they're almost saying that the Xbox One is a PC. That coupled with Scorpio, potentially, yeah. Yeah, they, they're kind of saying, look, if you don't want the, the messing around of Windows, you don't want drivers, you don't want all of this stuff that you don't really understand, get an Xbox One. But if you want that stuff, you can play exactly the same games without the fear that you have to get the console to be able to play the exclusives. It's kind of the the Windows version of a Steam machine or a yeah. Steam box. Which has the potential to kind of not kill Steam machines because there'll always be advocates for it. But if they pull this off, this could be to big. the degree that, that that it seems that they're shooting for. Mm. That this is the final the the final hurdle in their every platform is the same thing. Like yeah. Windows Ten, every experience is the same. Every platform is the same. You'll be able to play well, anything that's, anywhere. That's kind of what they're going for because anything game related on a PC or in Windows Ten is. Cool. It, it it comes under the Xbox handle, so not obviously not Steam stuff, but any games that you play on a uh, through Win directly through Windows Ten, yeah, comes under the Xbox mantle. Yeah, which is kind of going back to the whole games for Windows Live thing that they did, but hopefully better. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it now it's one system. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's one Xbox one. Thing. Good yeah. grief! How did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> what else? Oh, they spent a long time talking about um, cross. Network play, so playing across... Oh, that's one of the other things. Um, Gears of War 4 players will be able to play, or Play Anywhere players will be able to play with PC players. Oh, yeah, a lot brilliant. of the games they demoed doing that. Forza Horizon which 3 was another one. Yeah, They had it on stage where they had a PC player playing against a couple of Xbox players. Because non-FPS cool or RTS games would be fine. Because you don't, as long as you don't have that real Twitch element to it, but as long as you can choose, that's the kicker. Well, if they make the PC players play on a pad, it's fine. Yeah, or whatever. As long as you, if you have, <laughs> well, no. But this is the thing: you could you could have lobbies where where it's pad only, yeah, or yeah. mixed or keyboard only. I suspect they probably thought about that. Yeah, as long as that's it. well, they could I always talk to, to us if they want to. For fear of for fear of dragging this out too long, I just want to jump back very very quickly to the whole like kind of Xbox One exclusives thing and ask L. Are you interested, because I know you're heavily a PC gamer, but you've got consoles as well, haven't you, El? Yeah. Yeah. Are you interested, is it interesting to you at all that you might be able to play Xbox One exclusive games now that they're opening this up, even if you don't have an Xbox One? Uh, as someone who'll buy a console off the back of, like, games being on it, not really, because back back in the day, there used to be, like, a major console war, and you could you like legitimately side with the console and say well the games on here are more to my taste yeah but now i just i don't know maybe i've been spoiled maybe i'm like <laughs> eh, i'm getting on the pc if i want to on if i want to play something it'll be fine what makes this interesting to me is if games like call of duty for example previously call of duty games have come out on xbox and stuff and i quite like call of duty games or other games that come out on xbox and it pisses me off that I've got to wait a year or two years or whatever it is. GTA Five is a good example. Oh, right, hang on. I don't think it is all titles. I think for the time being, it will just be Microsoft titles. Yeah, Microsoft so, published titles. But if they can lead the way and if they can make it work and if they can prove that it's a viable model and the people actually are interested in it and will buy games based on the fact that that's a feature, 
then hopefully everybody else will follow suit. I'm sure they will because what they've got to lose. Well, the problem that I think the major, and for fear of, again, dragging this on too long, I think the major problem that they've got is Steam because Valve hate Microsoft. Mm. (laughs) And unless they can get Steam as a a content deliverer on board with this kind of thing, people will just deliver their content through Steam and it'll still be a problem. Okay, so what else was there in the Microsoft conference? So they spent ages talking about the cross-platform play, so being able to play Gears of War 4 and Forza, whatever else whatever other games you could play PC players and Xbox players and then they started talking about games like Rocket League and I thought oh here we go we're going to be able to play like lobby up with people in Rocket League and they said we've got some awesome new features for you now you can have background music mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like not what I was expecting but okay <laughs> and now we've got Xbox clubs okay Okay, uh, again, not what I was expecting. So it's going to be this one. This is going to be cross-platform play. Come on, Phil Spencer. <laughs> and now you can have looking for group. What? Right. So background music. You can play music in the back. Your own music in the background of games. Yep. Clubs are so you can. They're like the PlayStation communities or the Steam groups. Yeah. So you can find lots of people who are into the same thing. And looking for game or looking for group is like uh, the beacons on the 360. So you can find other people who want to play the same games as you okay. on the network. And how, but almost none of that was actually related to Rocket League itself, though. No, uh, they were. that's what I was saying. They were talking about Rocket League and the cross-platform play. They were using that as a, an example that they just recently introduced that being right, to okay. PC players. But there was something else. Oh, Cortana has now replaced the um, the voice commands on the Xbox. And by all accounts of people on the preview program, it's utter shit. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. I've used Windows 10 for absolutely ages, and I can honestly say I have never used Cortana. I, I think I tried it when it first came out, and or when it first was available in UK English, and it just doesn't do anything that I would remotely clicking on it in. by accident count as using it. Okay, no. Cortana. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how you use it. I don't know. You click on the search box and you type something in, and it finds it. That's not fucking Cortana. That's the search box that we've always had. I don't get it. It's, it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, you could use voice chat as well, supposedly, but you can. I don't. I just. I've never really understood Cortana. It's. I think it's supposed to be the same thing as OK Google, but it's just so obscure that it doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, to me. it's a bit fucking shonky, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> right. That's a serious shit ton of Microsoft stuff that they spoke about. I think there not... was some other stuff, but I forgot. Bloody hell! We're gonna have to talk about some games. So, Gears of Four is the first one that, that's on this list here. Don't care. No, don't, don't like. care. No, nobody Move cares. On. But there's uh, there's one thing I really wanted to talk about in this. <laughs> go on then. Go on. Okay. Um, which was I found hilarious um, when they were showing the uh, the gameplay video of this, or someone was actually playing it live, weren't they? Yeah. And then the the guy that was playing it was pinned down behind some barricade because he's a cover shooter. So he's pinned down behind his cover because there's a turret that's uh, shooting at him and he's saying oh I'm pinned down by this turret so the way he got out of this was to stand up and walk out across <laughs> this open gap while he's getting shot to pull this machine in the way that it was oh it's cringeworthy I can't believe that they actually it was to pull down a, a catapult that's to right a, yeah to shoot at whatever it was that was shooting at it them just, it just stood I'm up I'm pretty sure what whatever was shooting at them was a fucking stormtrooper because it was a shit shot <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, oh, okay. 
All right, so not a shining endorsement for Gears of War. <laughs> hmm. I'm kind of interested if it comes out on PC and it's actually in any way playable on my on my machine. It, which it will be a be. co-op shooter. Yeah, which so. I've always played the Gears of War games as co-op as co-op games anyway, which is I mm. think why I've enjoyed them more than I would have done if I'd just played them on my own. Yeah. Um so I'm at the only time I'm ever likely to play this is if somebody else has got it. You're going to make me play, aren't you? No. <laughs> oh good. <laughs> No, I want to play with somebody good. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Battlefield 1, which we've already spoken about. Forza Horizon 3, which is a driving game, and we're not going to speak about unless somebody really wants to. Um, yeah, really looking forward to it. It looks excellent. Does look Really? Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, fine. Um, Forza, Forza Horizon is the Forza equivalent of Need, Need for Speed mm. Underground. Is it really? Mm. It's what Need for Speed should have been. Oh. Or the way it should have gone. You should check oh. out the video because there's so some Lee, really interested. cool stuff. <laughs> I've, I oh, dismiss honestly, a lot of racing games out of hand. This is this is my problem. I completely disregarded Forza Horizon, the first one, because I thought I'd played Forza before and I thought, oh, it's just a fucking driving sim. And then I downloaded the demo and it, I was just blown away. Um, the first one is absolutely excellent and I'm really looking forward to three. I'm going to have to play this now, aren't I? Has it got all the car upgrades and all the other shizbiz? Uh, no, you can't upgrade your cars um, that much. You can do bits and pieces, but not to the extent that you could in Underground. Okay, okay, right. So, Recore, which, no idea what that is. Uh, it looks really good. Yeah, it does. It I'm looks quite it. good. It's- I couldn't actually remember, or I didn't know what it was called, because I don't remember seeing them name it. What, what is this, L? Can you tell us what it is? So, it's um, these, like, these glowing orbs from the cinematic trailer that I saw. Uh, and there's a protagonist and that puts the glowing orbs in machines and the machines turn into plucky sidekicks with no voices. I do like no voiced sidekicks. <laughs> I like it. I like it when my minions can't speak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I must admit you're not selling it. <laughs> I don't really, I still don't fully understand what it is. Um, okay. It's, new IP. It's, game with robots. it's by it the makers IP, of Metroid Prime. I'm still not interested. Okay, so... Can we move on from that, or is it more interesting yeah, to talk yeah. about more things? Okay, fine. Final cool. Fantasy fifteen. What a Dead fucking mess. <laughs> Final Fantasy fifteen is a thing. Has it previously been a thing, or is this a new it, thing? No. It. Now, I played the demo that they released a little while ago, the Platinum demo, and it, it looks and plays really nicely. The demo that they showed was fucking awful. Mm. It was, was it? such a mess. That was just the, just, the fight that oh. they showed was just ridiculously... Just let it die. Really? Yeah. Take because it I must off admit, life when I, support. When I saw <laughs> the machine end. off, <laughs> when I first saw the trailer for this, and you've got the car, and you see him pushing the car because it's run, presumably run out of fuel, or and and the other bits, of it, I I thought this looks really cool. This is this could be a reinvigoration of Final Fantasy. Now I must admit, I didn't see any of the footage or anything for this. It, but that's the things that's probably for the best. Unfortunately, I really want it, but this is a demo that made me kind of second guess that okay um that's how shonky the de- and mm. how much of a fucking hot mess it was did oh, they yeah. say they're going to make this vr as well yes yeah so they said in the playstation conference that they are go it's not all going to be vr they're going to have a vr portion oh, a vr or- experience yeah yeah where you play as a guy called pronto it again it looks like that looks like a bit of a mess yeah. but i'm still probably going to pick this up but hopefully it won't be as much of a mess this is something that i want to play kind of almost purely based on the first trailer that they released for it it kind of had that feel to it that made me go 
this could be Final Fantasy all over again. Yeah, I think the the trailer that they used or the gameplay that they used wasn't a good representation of the rest of the game right. because I've seen other trailers of it like running around the open world on fucking chocobos or using summons and shit like that and it looks absolutely incredible but the footage that they they had was just it was just the only word I can use a mess oh dear the the thing for me that I can never really tell with Final Fantasy games for me and I'm I, possibly in a minority of one but Final Fantasy games for me live or die on the characters it, they've got to have great characters in them for it to be a good game for me because it's so storyline driven or storyline based it can look amazing it could even have fairly good combat but if the, if the characters are shit i.e. Squall um, they're, then it's not going to be for me at all and i can't I really see i think they need to rename the series because they're milking this cash cow for all it's fucking worth yeah i think it, it probably really is. is not the final fantasy name it something different <laughs> the thing is is that none of the final fantasy games have ever really been linked so you could call it pretty much anything and it would be just a typical jrpg yeah yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what it is. You need something to link it together. You need something to tie it to the other Final Fantasy games thematically. And if it hasn't got that, then why is it called Final Fantasy? Yeah. yeah. Chocobos. Is that, is that what it is? It's all I about think the that's chocobos. probably one of the only common features is yeah. chocobos. chocobos. Chocobos and poor gameplay. Right. Other games. Killer Instinct. Free to play. Pay as you go fighting game. Free to, free yeah. to play. Um... This kind of ties in with the Gears of War 4 they've included. So, you know, they had like the Arbiter. Um, they've just, from Halo, they've just recently included as a playable character. So they've now included General Ram, uh, or Ram, whatever his name is, um, from Gears of War. That's literally the only thing. Wow. This <laughs> trendy guy, the community manager, came on stage and was like, Yo, what up, guys? We had this guy. We had this guy. Now we're having this guy from Gears of War. Oh, that was it. That's literally all he said. You're going to have to pay 45 pounds for the privilege of playing as him. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay. Free to play. Yeah, yeah, but it's only free to play with like two characters, and then you've got to do like downloadable content to buy the other shit, haven't you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, not no, not for me. Inside, what's this? I had no idea. No, not even a by the people that did Limbo. If okay. it's even half as good as Limbo, then I'm into it. It does look really good. Done. <laughs> is it a, a side-scrolling platforming job of my bob no, again? It's, no idea. It's no, can't remember. It's it's more <laughs> of a isometric type of adventure. Oh, it's okay, fine. Third person, wide-angle third person. Yeah, it lo- it looks dark. Yeah, I very like it. dark. It's okay. like the bleak feeling that you get when looking at papers, please. It's that kind of like, yeah. okay, you know, All right. oddly Russian de- depressed vibe. <laughs> Yeah, because if you're Russian, you're depressed. It's <laughs> oppressive. <laughs> Profiling yeah, Russians. that's the word I'm looking for. Okay, good. Right, that's, that's slightly less offensive. A little bit of news to tie in with Inside and what one of the other games we're going to talk about, Tekken 7. Um, Tekken Tag Tournament is free at the moment, as is Limbo. Oh, interesting. Xbox. Is that a new Tekken Tag Tournament, or is that the original? Tekken Tag 2 is free. Okay, because I love the Tekken Tag Tournament games. Cool. Next game in the list that we've got here is We Happy Few. This is weird. Fucking into it. Yeah. This is the one game that I was like, oh, this looks bland as balls. It looks like a Bioshock clone. As it happens, there are some people from the team uh, behind Bioshock doing it. And then it just went fucking balls to the wall mental. And um, and I I was well into it. Summary. Really? Freaky. Yeah. 
It's like a, a twisted 1960s kind of dystopian equilibrium. So it's, it's brave, got that whole kind of ask. It's got it's the like whole the pseudo-futuristic dream thing. of electric sheep kind of oh, really? community. Mm. With it's the weirdness like, and you have the first to person pills as well. to forget. Oh. Yeah. You've, you've forgotten your pills, haven't you? That sort of well, thing. Well, it's... Uh, oh, God. You've forgotten to take your... It's like they're called... It's called Happy. Oh, you haven't taken your Happy. So in the cutscene that you see, that he goes into a room and they're like, oh, you're late, blah, blah, blah. And they're bashing a pinata. And then it kind of cuts again. And it's all grey and bleak. Cuts back and they're still bashing a pinata and they're all fine. And then it cuts back to it being grey and bleak when you're not on your happy and they're actually smashing a dead rat (laughs) who the fuck came up with that (laughs) it looks properly twisted and just like a bit of a a head fuck yeah I'm in yeah Yeah, no I'm kind of into that because that's what the first Bioshock felt like as well and if it's got the retro futuristic thing that's going on as well seriously watch the and and all the characters look they've all got um, I don't know if they're masks or what yeah but they're um, painted on smiles. Like porcelain yeah. masks oh, yeah. oh, with smiles so on. clockwork orange shit Everyone going down yeah. as well. Um, yeah, so I recommend watching the trailer for it. Okay, right from I'm the title, watch I love this. We Happy Few sums no it up. had no idea about this whatsoever. Never, never no, even heard of this. I hadn't heard anything about it. This was the, the big surprise for me. Wow. Okay, look, I'm going to go off and watch that. But I'm not going to do it now because we need to talk about other games. Um, Gwent. Who the fuck cares? Another fucking digital card game. Yeah, excellent. Moving on. <laughs> I played The Witcher and I don't even care about this. <laughs> it, this is uh, the love child of The Witcher 3 community and CD Projekt Red go- listening to their community. Well, that's fine. As long as some people want it. It's just that we don't have to. Um, um, yeah. No, it's just another Hearthstone clone. We promise okay. to listen to your podcast if you talk about it, but moving on. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> Tekken 7. I didn't yeah. even know they got to seven. It looks like another Tekken game, yeah. apart from it's got uh, Kuma from Street Fighter. Yeah. Stop putting characters from other fucking fighting games in your fighting yeah, but game. It sells them because they get their but other I, people from the other IPs I come and play I theirs. Get that, but it's essentially saying all of our characters are shit, so we're just going to borrow King somebody else's. This is when That's, accountants make games. It's kind of <laughs> unlikely because most people who play Mortal Kombat, uh, not Mortal Kombat. Most Street people Fighter. who play Street Fighter don't like Tekken because they think yeah. that Tekken players yeah. are Luddites. <laughs> <laughs> and so, they're right, but they're, they're also said. slightly confused about what they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked like a Tekken game. Well, yeah, gone off. T- did I they went show any footage? I don't they did, did they? It was all CGI. No, it was all CGI. Which, uh, no, there was a bit of footage. All right, okay. That's all right then. Because if you go to E3 and the only thing that you produce is CGI, then fuck you. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> this is how I feel about cutscenes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> FMVs died in the 90s, fuck nuggets. Get on with it. Right. <laughs> Dead Rising 4. What are we thinking about Dead Rising 4? Return to a previous game. I think it direct follows on directly from 2 or 1. Possibly oh, 2. Because Dead yeah, Rising uh, 3 was the one where you were the uh, mechanic. mechanic. Yeah, is that right? Um, this is your Frank West. Okay, the guy from the and original game again. Yeah, it's based over the Christmas period. So you have festive weapons. I get more excited yeah. about the um, trailers for these games, the Dead Rising games, than I do about actually playing them. Yeah. I loved the original. Dead Rising 1 was amazing. Dead Rising Same 2 was excellent as well. Mm. Um, uh, but I just, I yeah, I... 
I found them very frustrating. I only ever played Case Zero and Case West, and I had absolutely... Case Zero was okay, Case West was a bit shit, and I've never really had any inclination to go back and play any other Dead Rising games. These Um, are games that scream for co-op. Absolutely scream for co-op. And it's not there, I don't think. Well, Case West is a co-op game. Right, okay. I did go back and play Dead Rising 3, and that's a bit piss. That's the Hispanic mechanic one, yeah? Yeah. Okay, (laughs) never played that. It's not great. Not very good. No. Scalebound. I was excited for this. Were you excited (laughs) after you saw it? Um, I didn't actually watch the demo from E3, but I did watch the cinematic trailer, and okay. I like fighting massive beasties because I love Monster well, Hunter. Finally, we find okay. a difference between Lee and Anti Lee. <laughs> yeah, finally, because <gasps> there like, are absolutely you, like no, you like the Hunter? same person yeah. other than that. Yeah. <laughs> so Separated at birth. To tell the difference. Both. Yeah. Well, is this Monster Hunter on Xbox? Is that what this is? Hey, from the cinematic trailer, they had a massive dragon. <laughs> what more oh, do you yeah. want? It's it's a, it's like Pokemon, but with co-op. <laughs> I'm in. Pokemon I'm with in. co-op. I'm sorry, but fucking Pikachu dragons. never looked like that. And I'm looking at some of these screenshots, and if that thing says Pikachu at me, I would actually shit my knickers. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's po- co-op Pokemon with dragons. Um, from the gameplay footage that they showed, it had a case of the Final Fantasies about it. Right. Um, it looked like a bit of a mess, and I have absolutely zero liking of the um, protagonist because halfway through the battle, he puts on a pair of headphones and then continues fighting, listening oh, to music. No. Yeah. Oh. He is a teenage white twat, a white-haired teenage skinny twat that has a <laughs> yeah. drag. Hang on, were they Beats headphones? That, 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 that I think they were. That annoyed me in Watch Dogs Two they? as well. They did the same thing, Yay. and it's like, what? Why? Why are you doing that? Why Watch are Dogs Two? Are they actually Beats? Because that was a joke. <laughs> it, it, they look like it in uh, Scalebound, but in Watch Dogs Two, it kind of works. Yeah, yeah. It's with the ethos of the story, I suppose. It, but it, in the context, it still of annoyed the game. me because in he was in a sneaky bit. Um, yeah, why would you not want to hear what's going on around let's, you? Let's talk about this where we're talking about Watch Dogs. Yeah, um, <laughs> I just want to play a game where I control a giant dragon and defeat bigger monsters. You want to play Godzilla want... the game? Yeah, basically. <laughs> so that's exactly what it sounds like you want to play. Um, I, I, don't, I have no idea about this, and nobody seems to be effusing about it all that much. L, you look, you sounded like you were interested in it beforehand. Uh, now pro- I'm sad about the Beats headphones. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough to kill a game. That's it's just going to think- kill a game. I'm, I'm in it for the story. If you're not going to commit to the, I'm flying a dragon aesthetic then I might not invest my money in you. Well, I must admit, the whole thing, I'm looking at this, and the guy's got a sword and a shield, and I'm pretty sure he's got a bow, and he's wearing, like, medieval-style armour, despite the fact that he looks extraordinarily well-groomed. With headphones? And then he's got headphones on. With (laughs) headphones, though? Where's your fucking AK-47, pal? Because that's a dragon. What did you think you were doing today? (laughs) It seems like possibly you could have equipped yourself a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, Mm. Uh, we'll see. I might purchase it, and then... We'll see what it's like. Okay. Um, right. Other games. Uh, sea of Thieves? Yeah. Get, yes, yes, me. Yes, yes. Get it in me. <laughs> I want to be a fucking pirate. I didn't know anything about this game before the show. and me now. 
I I saw this and I lost my shit along with Lewis. What is this? Can somebody somebody explain? Lewis, it's, explain to me what this is. Do you know all the piratey bits from Assassin's Creed Black Flag? Yes. Imagine that, but good <laughs> and co-op. Oh yeah, so shared what, you guys all play together and you're on a ship. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Is this swimming bits? Uh, you, yes. you can swim, yeah. You have oh, to shit, swim to your ship. A beautiful Deal water. Breaker. But it's very, it's very rare. It's very over-stylized. Yeah. So... Are there fish in the water? Don't know, I can't remember. <laughs> I um, but it looks, concerned. it looks absolutely amazing. So hang on, this is, so we're talking Star Trek Bridge, but it's a <gasps> pirate ship. <gasps> is this what, is this what this is essentially? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pirate ship bridge. And you, you cruise around, like, wrecking shit in your pirate ship. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we all get this and oh, do a Ready Player Two ship. I would yeah. love that. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure that it'll run about half an FPS on my computer, but let's do it. I'm all in. It, what's this okay. out on? Xbox We're One and PC this. shared. It's Microsoft uh, published. We're so. in. When's it coming out? Can I have it now? No. Uh, <laughs> this is. I am now disappointed. Another time. I, 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 I don't know when it's out. Footage for this, and I'm already in. If it's got, if it's got the whole thing, you can climb up the rigging. You can have a look at it. Okay, right. I'm going to have a look at it, and, and not I'm, right now, I'm, but I'm kind. No, no, not right now. Uh, right, look. Can I move on to another game? State of Decay Two. Why? I'm going to jump in really early, quite very quickly. If this doesn't have co-op, can we just not talk about it? I don't know if it does have co-op. They didn't actually show any gameplay, so. Well, they just showed a little trailer and that, that was about it, I think okay. you remember. State, State of Decay was a zombie game that you got to play and it was single player and it looked quite good and everybody was quite happy about it and then they realised that there was no way that we were going to do the shit with it that people wanted them to do and then they made a second game. It, There's better zombie games about. It was okay and for a storyline I think it was pretty good. I played it for a while but mm, yeah, it was alright. It was too slow. Um, and then, brilliantly, we get to stop there. Because the next game is Halo Wars 2, which <laughs> nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> so, Halo Wars 2 is kind of the complete opposite of what We Happy Few was for me. So, right. We Happy Few, I wasn't that interested in until about halfway through. Um, and then it, it showed me what it was. And then Halo Wars 2, I was well into it when I saw the trailer. And then they were like, da-da! And we're, it's Halo Wars 2 and I was like no I'm out I'm not interested I have absolutely zero fucking interest in this game and it's here's a, a game franchise me. that you're already losing interest in but we're going to give it an RTS sequel uh, <laughs> let's no. be honest does anyone even fucking care about Halo no. anymore no never mind fucking a Halo themed RTS God, we, we do come across sometimes Halo? like real haters but no don't give a shit. Couldn't I, care. I used to love Halo. Yeah, so did I. Absolutely but, loved it, but it's just lost oh interest God, in me entirely. Oh my God, the handling was bullshit. But that was what made it amazing. <laughs> yeah. Right, you before get we get... else in the vehicle. This is exactly the game that ruined me driving in multiplayer games for everybody else. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> this is where it began. Um, yeah, okay, so Halo Wars... I mean, does anybody give like more than half a fuck about Halo Wars 2? Not even no. half. No, okay. I don't even think that anybody gave a fuck about Halo Wars 1, to be honest. If you gave a fuck about any of the Halo Wars games, please tell us on Twitter so that we can ridicule you. Um, <laughs> I bought so, Halo Wars. Did you really? I think, I think that's another game that I might actually own. <laughs> and I've never played. I bought I it on the I Xbox, and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? This is an RTS on a console. That doesn't work. I wasn't yeah. even a PC player at the time, but I was just like, this doesn't work. I need a mouse. 
Uh. Right then, look, we have talked about the Triple E extravaganza so much now that we're probably going to have to break it and ourselves into multiple pieces in order to squeeze it into a single podcast. So it's not going to fucking happen. So I feel extraordinarily bad for the person who's editing this. Sorry, Lee. Great. (laughs) But, you know, I kind of feel bad for you most of the time, so this isn't much of a leap. Um, (laughs) We are, we're going to, we're going to cut it. Wherever we are right now, we're going to cut it. We're going to come back. There is so much E3 to talk about that we're going to come back. We're going to abbreviate this and the shit that we've spoken about that is very interesting is going to be cut out. But for now, for episode 64 of Ready Player 2, we're going to come back with 64.5, I would imagine, at some point. But this has been us. This has been the E3 extravaganza. We're sorry that we've prattled on for so long. I have been Rich. Lee has been... Lee. <laughs> Thank you. Where can people find you on social media? <laughs> At ZZ Lee ZZ. Thank you very much. Lewis, where can people find you? At Louis underscore Kong. L, where can people find you? At Escaping IRL. And I have been fabulous. You have been fabulous. Amazing. amazing. The glitter coming off you in this podcast has just been outstanding. <laughs> you can find me at Zebwin, that's Z-E-B-W-N on Twitter. You can find all of us at ReadyP2, and we are considerably more active. I say we. That's the royal we. The, the Ready Player 2 account is considerably more active now than it has been in a long, long time, which is great, and we're getting lots of interaction from the community, which is brilliant. And you can find us on our website at Ready Player 2, that's ReadyPlayerTWO.co.uk. You can find all of our inane ramblings at another website because they decided to, that they wanted to host us and repost our stuff. I don't know why they did that, but they did. Uh, at ThePaliceOfWisdom.co.uk. Crazy fools. And all the lovely stuff that they're doing on there as well. You can find us on Acast with the new Acast app and experience, which is brilliant and... Uh, am I right in saying that we've now got the ability to post excerpts or post point in time parts of the podcast yes. so we can share a moment yeah you can share a moment so if you want to cut out all the bollocks and go straight to the out- outtakes <laughs> <laughs> then, then we can do that too um, so that has been us that's been everything that we are and everything that we're about we're going to be back very shortly and we'll talk about the rest of E3 uh, thank you very much for listening ready player two out goodbye bye bye, bye. Oh, we're going to do a clap. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) But you know what? Fuck it. Because first, we're going to talk about games that we've played. And there's nothing that you can do about it. The first person who's going to talk about a game that they've played this week is Lewis. What, are we not doing introductions? Yeah. Hi. This is is Lewis. (laughs) He's going to talk about a game that he's played this week. (laughs) If people don't know who we are by now, then I, I pity them. I really do. Right then, Lewis, is that adequate enough for you? Yeah, that that suffices. I strive for adequacy. So, the banana zomba. How many horses does it have in it? <laughs> I need. You need at least twenty horses, don't you? Well, we know this. Okay, we need at least twenty horses. Yeah. So, in the banana zomba, we need twenty horses. <laughs> somebody, somebody, go and help Lewis. <laughs> He's lost it. He's gone. <laughs> it's okay, Lewis. Breathe deeply. My work here is done. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, See you next Friday. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> it's legitimately what it sounded like to me. Maybe I should just make cars. Yeah, I think I think you should. <laughs> Off the back of that. This is the black, oh. the black banana zomba. <laughs> <laughs> I want a banana zomba now. I need to ask Lewis what else he's played, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> oh, banana zomba. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are we all right? 
This is now going to be my Twitter handle for the next three weeks. <laughs> Take a moment. It's a good time to start drinking again. Right. Yeah, the rain... If with your audio down, you can hear it. I can hear it quite loud at the minute. It suddenly got loud a moment ago. Sorry? Hang on. I'm going to... It got... <gasps> Oh my god, I can hear it! Um, Dear we went back and, we went back, uh, went back and played Murder Cows a while ago, didn't we, Lee? This was quite a long time ago now, actually. Uh, did we? Yeah, a long time ago now. What, World of Warcraft? I, I tried to get back into it. Oh, well, maybe it wasn't you. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's just pretend it was, if you like. All of my oh vague my acquaintances god. on the See, internet just bleed into one after a while. <laughs> I can be your life enabler as well, if you want. Yeah, yeah, we played that. It was awesome, wasn't it? Hearing Elle talking about wow, while I've been editing the uh, last last week's podcast, I did start to get urges. What about Elle or about Wow? <laughs> Hang on, no, no, no. We need to address this. About Wow? Oh, okay. Obviously, <laughs> Elle, I'd feel hurt if I was you. No, I'm I'm pretty good. Lee, I'd feel pretty hurt if I were you. <laughs> In, to be Why? honest, to be honest, I'm pretty sure his libido shriveled up at this point. My my audience is not Lee. Not my target one. audience is not Lee. <laughs> so that's I why you have a target audience. <laughs> right, let's move on. Yeah, I think that's probably important. Also, I'm really sorry. That was very judgmental of of me for calling you a well, asking if you were a virgin. Uh, for playing Alliance, also being a virgin isn't bad. Just putting it out there. Being a virgin isn't but... bad, but playing Alliance is. But playing Alliance yeah. is. No exception. I'm pretty sure he's got plenty of proof that he's not a virgin. I've got plenty of proof that my sure. milkman isn't a virgin. <laughs> did that oh, ever make it out? Oh, yes! I remember. Yeah, I'm oh, pretty sure it did. Yes. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Uh, oh my god. The shit I go through Rich, for you guys. I mean, can I not have pictures of penis in the group chat? <laughs> the worst part is because I didn't use incognito mode, I then had to go back and delete my history. <laughs> and the, the, well, not, that wasn't even the worst part. The worst part was I was looking at all these images and I was just like, fuck this, I can't sit here. Because normally you search for something in Google Image Search and then you scroll through for a while to find the one that's just right for you. Well, you get I went into it and I was just like, fuck, I can't look at this for too long. So I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to pick the first one I can find. The problem that I had was the fucker's dong was too big so I couldn't make the bingo balls completely get rid of the bell end. It was a real difficult thing for me. <laughs> oh my God. The tribulations that I go through for you guys. Yeah, but you shared it with us all. I mean, you <laughs> well, this was me trying to, to offload. a picture of a penis. Sorry? Why did you need to have... Well, you could just have had him in pants. Because the bingo balls wouldn't cover the pants. I tried that first. I had to sacrifice my sanity after the you, pants debacle. You, you could have just used some cleavage and put bingo balls over the boobs. I didn't think about that. Oh, <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> I'm going to question your motives here. <laughs> but it was supposed to be balls. You know, bingo would, balls. Why would... Oh my God. Oh my God. This is amazing. Look, don't come in here with your logic. <laughs> <laughs> Rich could I'll be honest, Rich. thinking about the pee. You hear it when, when I think about sexy, 
the first thing I think about isn't testicles. No, but like, it's... I own <laughs> testicles. Look, I know they're not sexy. I feel like this is being forced Inconvenient, out of context. really. Look, the, hi- the idea behind the image was sexo... Sexy bingo... Sexo? <laughs> it's like Oxo. Sexy bingo... <laughs> sexy bingo balls. It gets thicker the more you stir it. As if... <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to get out of this. Okay. Can I fangirl about Kojima? I think I'm there fucking... Were... Oh, sorry. Go, go, go. <laughs> not filling you in on anything. You fill me in, motherfucker. I'm bad enough if I'm listening to music with headphones on and my eyes closed. I'm just... Oh, my God. I've, I've got such a low um, trust of anybody around me that uh, I just don't Precious believe that no one's... Rolls. The L standing behind me with a knife. If you ever, <laughs> if you ever live tweet that you are playing Resident Evil in your garage with yeah. your VR headset, you're going to drive I down. I will fucking you? drive the two and a half hours and sneak up on you. It will be worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. money is a good soother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that will good that'll, lubricator. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that'll, that'll make friendships. <laughs> <sighs> Can everybody hear my fleet of Tweety Birds that I've got outside my window, by the way? No. Can you not hear no. them? They're amazing. I think they're providing this incredible ambiance. Lee, if you could put together some kind of remix with the Tweety Birds at the oh end of this, that would, be just, that would be amazing. That would just be fantastic. Oh, you know what song I'm going to use, don't you? Heck yes. Let's do this. Nope. Nope. I'm out. I'm not playing anymore. I can't do it. Is anybody interested in this? No. Nope. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.